Hey, what's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Fat Attack Features, the Bad Brad and Horror Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Capo, and today we're going to be talking about the 1987 movie, Blood Rage. So let's get to it. The next time you are frightened, don't, don't, don't scream. phone did that at the same like oh yeah it did but that's a turkey that's what a turkey sounds like i thought turkeys went gobble 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 like i know my way around turkeys oh yeah i didn't know you were a turkey expert that turkey call almost got me laid once did it really get the fuck out yeah and it was from it was almost a turkey too says how i know it was a good call oh you almost got laid by a turkey (laughs) but i didn't do it (laughs) because i figured if i'm a fuck a turkey it has to be like the King Kardashian of turkeys. And this wasn't? No, it was a slutty turkey. She didn't care about the call. She would have shook those tail feathers at anybody and spread it. Uh, I can't but believe it. But as being a man with I, high high moral code. I can't believe we've gone here and we haven't even started the podcast. Being a man with high moral code is myself, stand-up guy. I didn't touch that slutty turkey. We're a minute into the show and you're already talking about fucking turkeys. Just, just, I want to, that's where we're at. That's where we're at right now. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Well, it's past Thanksgiving. It's it actually. Is. I was in a coma for Thanksgiving, so we couldn't do the show. It's true. We made a bunch of Mexican food and then you just slept for like three days. I slept for an entire week, 20 hours a day, pretty yeah. much. So that was cool. Yeah, that was, that was really fun for me. Yeah. What's your, uh, what's your favorite Thanksgiving dish and least favorite? Mac and cheese. For both? Oh, and least favorite? Your well, What's your favorite? Your favorite's mac and cheese. Yeah. What's your least favorite? Um, I don't know. I don't like the look of that cranberry sauce. I don't like cranberry sauce either. I've never tried it, but I just don't even like the look of it. I don't like cranberry sauce. I like stuffing. That's my favorite. A good it, stuffing with some gravy. It, yeah, stuffing if it's made well. Yeah, it has to be made right. It ain't no mac and cheese. I'll eat that box stuffing too, though. We got those boxes of stuffing back there. I'd make a whole fucking pot of it right now and eat all of it. Oh, you, you're an animal. Yeah, I like that shit. I don't like cranberry, though, and I don't like sweet potatoes. So. Yeah, you have a thing against sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes are trash. Sweet potato fries, you don't even hear about it. No, because sweet potato fries, like... If I'm eating French fries, I don't mm-hmm. want to like cover them in powdered sugar and like dip them in maple syrup and shit. I'm not a child. I want to just enjoy like. You just dip them in ketchup yeah. or honey mustard. But then it, what? Sweet potato fries? No. No. Regular fries. French fries. No regular French fries. Yeah. Yeah. I'll dip them in fucking ketchup, mm-hmm. honey mustard, 
mayo, mm-hmm. like the French. I'm not putting it in mayo. Ah, the French do that. It's delicious. Yeah, but I'm I'm not get some do spicy it. mayo. Maybe. Oh, now you're okay. talking. Okay, maybe. Yeah, ranch. Mm-hmm. But see, all that that has a, that's a complete opposite end of the the flavor spectrum than sweet potato fries. I don't understand where people get the sweet potato fries and they want something that sweet. And then when there people take sweet potato fries and put that in like ketchup or like with ranch and shit, that's fucking gross. How about sweet potato pie? No. I just don't like sweet potato. I don't like the flavor of it. Okay. When I worked at uh this restaurant, I had to make sweet potato uh sweet potatoes like all the fucking time and I hated it. You just hated the whole process. Yeah, fucking had to cut them, had to fucking uh Bake them in the oven and then skin them and cut them in half, cover them in butter and sugar and fucking maple syrup, bake them and all that shit. And marshmallows. Trays and trays and trays and trays trays of that shit all fucking day. That's such an American thing to eat. Yeah, and it gets so sticky. That's probably why I hate it is because I get so sticky and they make me so mad. Yeah, you don't like sticky stuff. I don't. I don't like to be sticky. Like, well, I break up, like, some really good weed, and my fingers get super sticky, and they stick to shit. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, like, roll something, and it's, like, stick it to the papers. It makes me, like, enraged. Mm. That's how I feel about eating pretzels. The texture of pretzels in my mouth just makes me angry. What are you talking why. about? I eat pretzels. I know, but I can only eat a couple, and then I don't like... I what don't about know how like, I feel on my teeth. What about, like, soft pretzels? Like, uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, no, no, it's just hard pretzels. What like uh was was it Annie Ann's and at the pretzel place some oh, shit like that I don't know what, in the malls and they have the fucking like uh, cinnamon fucking pretzels and all that I would never eat a cinnamon pretzel you know this oh yeah because you don't like cinnamon yeah mm. I don't think I'd go search for a soft pretzel at the mall now if I was no, at, it's like, a whole fucking like it's like I know a I, I franchise get, yeah I get it but, but they're always in like food courts and shit they have like really good pretzels yeah I'm not I'm only gonna eat a pretzel at like a hockey game or something. Uh, well, the Preds cost too much to go watch them suck it up. Yeah, it's true. At least the Titans are going to go to the playoffs, and then they'll, like, have then they'll team, suck it then up. Then the team will come here for yeah. a playoff game and get the shit kicked, and the Titans will, like, get their ass kicked. But, you know, at least they'll go to the playoffs. I don't yep. think the Preds will. But anyway, mm-hmm. Blood Rage. The That's movie. what we're talking about today. Yeah, it's a movie we just watched. Yes. This movie... I had seen it once before a very long time ago. How long? Mm, can't really. It's been multiple years. I want to know how old approximately you were probably when you watched this originally. Because it came out in 87, so it came out when I was seven years old. Mm, so this is an old movie. Probably like 11, somewhere in there <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you, probably, you probably enjoyed this movie then at 11. Speak up. Oh, I said you probably enjoyed this movie at the age of 11. Uh, well, I don't know. I was a pretty stupid kid. Yeah, but there was boobs in it. Yeah, that's true. But for a while, I remember going on like this kick in that like age area mm-hmm. of watching, like uh, finding like terrible movies to watch. You purposely looked for terrible movies. Yes. Huh. Like bad movies to watch. Very interesting. Yeah. And then I remember we'd always watch like all the sci-fi movies and shit like that. Just because we know they would be shitty. And like now I look back on it and I'm Sharknado like, wow. Sharknado or something? No. By the time those came out, I was way out of out of that phase. Mm. But it was more like uh, 
I'm really, I'm really trying to think of like a good example. I don't know, man. I just used to watch so much shit. There used to just be so many things that you could just like get your hands on. The the glory of the video store days. Like I remember, th- right? Uh, you could uh, just find a video. Yeah, and we would watch. We could watch like, uh, like I don't know, like, like real campy shit like this, mm-hmm. or like you would hear people talk about, oh, this is the worst movie ever, da, da, and I'd be like, oh, I gotta watch that. You were like, oh, sounds like my bag. Because I remember when I found out about Uwe Boll. I think we talked about that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, when we talked about some of his movies. And I, like, went out of my way to, like, find anything. Went out of my way to find, like, anything by him I could to, like, mm-hmm. watch it. Because everybody just talked about how terrible his movies were. Yeah, we've seen some terrible movies by him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Two, as a matter of fact. Yeah. I believe, and there's so many more. I believe the count is two. Yeah. We still have to. We still have to do Blood Rain too. I don't know if I want to. Yeah, you'll be fine. All right. But anyway, so Blood Rage comes out May 29th, nineteen eighty-seven. Mm-hmm. So this was actually filmed in nineteen eighty-three. Oh, it took a long time to come out. Then it took a long time to come out. Which it was supposed to come out in nineteen eighty-four. Yeah. What happened? I'm not really sure what actually happened, but that would make sense with its uh, tagline, the original tagline. What was the original tagline? Not all horror lives on Elm Street. Oh. Because Nightmare on Elm Street came out in 1984. Okay. So this was supposed to come out that same year, and then it didn't. And it sat on a shelf for three years. And it was... It was really putting itself in the same category as, like, Nightmare on Elm Street? I mean, I guess that's a way to get some attention. Though, I, when I see things like that, all that's going to make me think of, because then you would watch this and you'd be like, oh. It's nothing like This Nightmare. isn't as good as Nightmare on Elm Street. That's yeah. all you would think of. So that's probably yeah. a very terrible marketing practice on their part. Yeah. But it seems like to be, there's a lot of bad decisions uh, with making this movie. I mean, this movie is- Behind the scenes. This movie's goofy as heck. There's also, but when it did come out, they had a different tagline. Okay, what was that one? And that one was, this Thanksgiving, <laughs> it's not cranberry sauce. Okay, uh, that one. Uh... There's actually a poster that says that, and it's got the cutoff hand with the beer can. And I was like, dude, I might have to buy that poster for the poster wall. Yeah, I mean, it looks at least sweet. that line comes back. Uh, Five times. It's not cranberry sauce is said in this movie five times. He says it quite a bit. He like it's like he made a joke and he just wanted to keep telling people it. Well, it's genius. What this movie or that tagline? I like that tagline. I think that's a good tagline. Yeah. I now think saying it five times in, in this a movie, movie, you probably shouldn't have done that. But I irrelevant. Thought, I thought that was a pretty cool little tagline. So, this movie mm-hmm. was filmed in Jacksonville, Florida. Most of it at the University of North Florida. Okay. Except for the drive-in scene, which for some reason was shot in New Jersey. Well, it was the only Just job. that scene. Uh, that's where the twins' boys live, maybe. Maybe they couldn't travel to Florida. Yeah, maybe not. So, the producer of this movie yep. is this woman named Marianne Cantor. A woman produced this movie, okay. So, she had acted... But it had been 20 years since she had done any acting role. She was more, she moved more into the behind the scenes into things. 
she wasn't in this movie, was she? She was in this movie. Oh, my God. Who was she? I'll get to that. Uh, so she managed to secure all the funding from this, for okay. this movie, from local investors in and around the University of Northern Florida. I mean, I couldn't imagine it took a lot of money. Right, yeah. I couldn't have taken that much money to make this. But whatever it is, she managed to come up with the money to make this movie. Yeah. Now, she was forced to take the role of Dr. Berman. She was forced? Yes, because they had hired an actress who was supposed to fly down from New York to film this movie, and Uh she never showed up. Yeah, she was like, fuck Florida. Yeah, she never showed up, and they never ended up talking to her again. She just, like, disappeared. Huh. So she had to step in and play the doctor. Okay. And then we would also have... Luis Lasser, who mm. plays the mom, Maddie. Yeah. Now, she apparently thought she was, like, hot shit because she was the star of a soap opera called Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman that went on for, like, a year, year and a half mm. and had 325 episodes. But it's revered as being, like, very um, progressive for its time. Okay. And it would have, like, uh, a lot of social commentary and satire. And it was actually rated by TV Guide as the number 21 cult series of all time. So that's pretty fucking big. 21 out of what? I mean, out of all TV series. 21 out of 21. Well, I mean, still, that's pretty impressive. For some fucking soap opera from 19... I've... Don't think I've ever heard of it though. Wait, hold on. I think I got these uh, these years wrong. Huh? Because this is ninety six to ninety seven. Oh, so this would be after then if it's ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah, but I don't think that's right though. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, that was nineteen seventy six oh, to okay. nineteen seventy seven. Your 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 seven look like a nine, huh? Yeah. Well, I wrote ninety six, ninety seven. I must have gotten some fucked up at some point. But she's still acting today. So, she's been acting from 1962 to 2022. She's still acting. What's she in recently? It's a bunch of shit that I don't... Huh. Yeah, it's nothing that... We would have seen. We would have seen. All right. But, I mean, that's still impressive. A 60-year acting career. Yeah. But, anyway, she thought she was, like, a superstar. And her and this director, John Grismer, would just, like, butt heads constantly. So much so that she made him... Yeah, so much so she made him quit. Oh, my gosh, really? Yes. And then uh, Marianne Cantor had to, like, go out of her way to, like, convince him to come back to finish the movie. She's like, I'm already acting in this thing. I can't direct it, too. Yeah, and I've already raised all the money for yeah, it. Yeah, I, like, can't, I can't be everything in this movie. You yeah. all need to calm down. We got to fucking finish it. So when they started filming this, it was being filmed under the title The Complex. The director didn't like it. So he renamed it to Slasher. Now, at the beginning of this movie, you do notice that in the title credits, it calls this movie Slasher. I thought that was the title of the movie of the movie they were watching on the actual drive-in. No. That is the name of it. That's what this movie was originally supposed to be titled as. But if you look at the cover, it says Blood Rage. Yeah. So, starts out as a complex. Then they rename it to Slasher. Then in 1987, it got its release as Nightmare at Shadow Woods. Oh, okay. Which was um, 
the TV version of this movie. There was were, a, wait, they made yes, this for TV? Heavily, heavily edited. Okay. It had no gore and no nudity. Well, I imagine they would have to pull out a hell of nudity. There's really not a lot of nudity, but there, well, there's at least two. There's enough. Fully nudity. Yeah. And then all the fully gore. Fully stuff. Oh, it was kind of, I mean, for an 80s movie, it was gory for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but now take all of that out. It'd be, there's nothing to it. Then there's not, yeah, exactly. Ridiculous dialogue that didn't make sense and overacting and terrible. It was just terribly acted, but. So in 1987, it gets a VHS release Uh under the name Blood Rage, which is the uncensored version. I just don't know why. None of these names are Thanksgiving themed. Like they should have called it like the Carver or something. The Carver. And that would have made more sense, right? And yeah. The slasher. But then in 2004, Legacy Entertainment releases the censored version under Nightmare of Shadow Woods, which I don't know why anyone would want that. Maybe a nostalgia effect. Maybe when people watch it as TV when they were younger or something. Yeah, but I can't imagine anyone really watched this and like they were like, "This is such a great movie." Without all the gore and shit, yeah, yeah it, it would be trash. It'd be trash because um, the dialogue is ridiculous. And then in December of 2015, there was a Blu-ray version of it released under the name Blood Rage, which is the copy that I have. Mm. But then there's another version that came out that has Blood Rage on one disc, and then it has the un- it has the edited version, Nightmare at Shadow Woods, also included. Oh. So you could watch either one. So you could just bore the shit out of yourself at one. I couldn't imagine. I yeah, I couldn't imagine this movie with no gore in it. I like, mean, the dialogue is so ridiculous in it. So ridiculous. Yeah, it's I've, I've, it's been worse. Okay. Yeah, there's worse. I mean, I'm sure there's always worse, but it's still ridiculous. Well, most of our actors don't really have a career. Uh, yeah? Though, we do have Mark Soper. Who he, is? Todd and Terry. Oh, Todd and Terry. He has 18 acting credits. Mm. Are two of them Todd and Terry? He was in um, Kent State. The TV movie from the 80s. I don't remember that. It's uh, about football, I guess. No, it's about the shooting that happened in 1970. Oh, I don't. I'm unaware. That. I'm unaware of that. So in 1970, that uh, a bunch of students set up like a huge protest. So the university called in the National Guard and oh. they actually opened fire on the protesters and killed four students. Would that not be the Vietnam War? Cambodia. We had something going on with Cambodia, mm. and that's what they were protesting about. The National Guard came mm. and actually opened fire on college students and killed four of them. Can you imagine if that happened nowadays? Oh, you... Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, oh. yeah. But, you know, whatever. It was the 70s, different time. Yeah, you can't even hurt people's feelings now. And then he was in 11 episodes of Knott's Landing, which is a soap opera. I know the name, but I never watched it. Yeah, it's one of those famous soap operas, but I've never watched it. Just, you've heard it. Yeah. In passing. And he was also in the 1996 movie Phenomenon. Phenomenon. With John Travolta, where he has that, like, tumor in his brain, and it gives and him, be- like, telekinesis and shit. And it makes him a genius. 
Does it make him a genius? I thought it gave him like psychic powers and shit, or he could, or no, not psychic no, powers, he did, but he could like move he, shit around. He did towards the end develop that, but like he basically would stay up and la- like just learn stuff because he couldn't sleep because of the tumor. Ah, uh, well. Well, he thought he saw a spaceship, a, a spaceship, and it somehow gave him special knowledge. But it was just like a radioactive thing, like gave him a tumor or some shit. So something like that. I can't remember. Or he didn't actually see a spaceship. It was just the tumor causing tumor in his shit. Yeah, in his head. But yeah, he like What was that movie with the retarded alien? What? The retarded K Pax. Remember that? Remember K Pax? Was it just goofy looking? Nah, I think that was Kevin was that Kevin Spacey before he started, you know, like sexually assaulting all these people? Let's see. K-Pax. He's... Oh, wait, wait, wait. He was in a home, right? Yes. I saw that in the movie theater. (laughs) He was not an alien. He thought he was an alien. Right, but he was just, like, retarded or something, right? Uh, There was something. He lived in a home. I know that much. So I don't know if he was, like, mentally ill or... I can't remember that much. It was a long time ago. That movie came out a long time ago. When did that come out? 2001. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Oh. Well, I don't know. For some reason, I thought he got, like, lobotomized or something and became, like, retarded or some shit. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe I'm just mixing that up with uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I think you are because I think he just, he was trying to prove that he was an alien somehow. Uh, well, all my mental institution movies are just running me now. I'm so ashamed. There's so many of them. Remember that stupid movie, uh, Michael? Where John Travolta was an angel. That was yes. around the like, same time, too. Yeah. Uh, and City of Angels with Nicolas Cage. And that bitch gets hit by that truck. <laughs> you mean Meg Ryan? Meg Ryan. That was Meg Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, she gets hit by that truck. At the very end of it, yeah. Yeah, because she's all stupid, riding down the middle of a fucking like road well, no, with her eyes closed. It's happy. It's called happiness. So, yeah. <laughs> so, that's for another time. We can dive into our... Uh, Tragic 90s uh, romantic comedies. Or not comedies. That was not a romantic comedy. <laughs> yeah. I should, romantic tragedies. Yeah. 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 I think Sarah McLaughlin was the entire soundtrack to that movie, too. In the Arms of an Angel or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm reaching <laughs> here. Know. I'm reaching. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember a lot from those years. Mm. I, I really don't. Well, anyway... Before we go off on a little tangent, this movie did have a very tumultuous production period. Oh, no. But they persevered, and they managed to put this movie out. So give us... Somehow they managed to put this movie out. (laughs) Give us a summary that would go on the back of the the DVD. Okay. Give me a second, because you always put me on a spot like this, and I never have anything. Oh, gosh. Um, I feel like it should have a play on the twins because they were twin brothers and something about good and evil. Okay. Like well, yin and yang or something. Elaine's drowning. I, yeah, I don't really have anything. I mean, the whole premise of this movie is one twin is evil and kills somebody and frames his brother who spends 10 years in a ment in a com like in a com like comatose. From the shock of it. And then finally wakes up and remembers that his brother killed people, not him. Yes. And his mom is, I don't know, I don't know what's wrong with the mom, to be honest. 
Okay. Well, we ran out of room on the back of the box. But yeah. essentially, yes. So I, we couldn't, have I couldn't sell this movie. Classic evil good twin. Mm-hmm. Evil twin kills someone. Frames the good twin. Framed a good twin. The good twin gets locked away in a mental institution for 10 years. And the doctor believed that he did not murder anyone when he finally started talking 10 years later. Yes. Which also raises major red flags. Because why would you believe this person? So uh, before we get there, okay. Our film opens. Yes. 1974, Jacksonville, Florida at a drive-in theater. Right, the kids are asleep, and I guess the mom is hoeing around. Well, before we get there, I had a scene that I saw that really bothered me. Oh, okay. Which which scene was this? So there's this like big, like uh, hunky, fucking jock guy, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And he gets that popcorn. Yeah. And then he takes it into the bathroom to buy condoms or to something. buy condoms from the condom salesman in there. You think you would go buy the condoms and then the popcorn. That does seem more real realistic. I am like taking any type of food or beverage into the bathroom. I know. Disgust me. Yeah, I can't you, I can't handle it. You don't even like bathrooms in general. I don't. Public restrooms I don't like. That's like your biggest fear is having any poop in a public shitting, yes. I yeah. don't like it. But when I it's like when I go to the bar and I see people like bring their beers in there and they're sitting them on top of the urinals and shit or on top of the toilets while they're in there like taking shits and pissing and shit. Ew. That shit fucking, dude, it's so fucking I've gross. I've never, I've never. And the idea of someone taking popcorn into that nasty ass bathroom that's in this movie. Yeah. he just sits it like in between the sinks. That's fucking disgusting. It is really gross. It's fucking gross. But like, I just don't understand why he went to the bathroom and this guy like opens up his like trench coat and it's all these different condoms in there like don't they have like a cvs i mean, I, I don't know it's 1974 it's Things not like it's not like they were illegal no nobody's using condoms then why does this guy have a whole career selling them out of a bathroom i don't know maybe he's maybe he's just uh trying it out maybe he didn't sell enough condoms and he turned it into selling drugs you never know. Oh, that's maybe that's why drug get put in condoms because they had all those leftover condoms from being failed condom salesmen. You got to use them for something. So when they got into the cocaine trade, they're like, I guess let's put all the cocaine in here and then <laughs> swallow it. Yeah, you don't have any money for bags because you spend all your money on cocaine, so you use all the condoms you didn't sell. Yeah. So you look at that. I mean, see, that's the yeah. business part of your and brain. Working. Some of them are probably flavored, right? Because he did seem to have a whole collection. Of different colored condoms. And well, whatnot. see, I feel like if you were making flavored condoms in like 1974, it'd be like really unhealthy for you. Because oh, yeah, the same I feel generation like... that was putting like asbestos and everything and stuff oh, like the, that. The condoms, were, the condoms were probably made out of obsess, obsess, ugh. asbestos. Yeah, I can't say that word. I'm not going to even try again. Ah. I can say it normally. I just can't say it right now. Well, anyway. Yes. After the disgusting bathroom popcorn. Which is so unrelevant for the rest of the movie, really. Well, he comes back and he gets what he deserves for taking pop- popcorn in the bathroom. Oh, well, it turns out the popcorn wasn't as deadly. As one of these As evil the twin. Th- as his twin, yes. Yeah, so it wasn't going to be... So we meet our twins. particles on his popcorn. Oh, that was nice alliteration. Poop particles on your popcorn. We meet our twins, Todd and Terry. Yeah. And 
they bail out of the car. Well, mom is necking. Yeah, mom's getting it on. As they put it in their words, mom's at it again. Mom's at it again. She ho. So then they sneak out of the car, which... Yeah. It's alarming uh, situational even... awareness that those neither one of those adults realize that they're like sneaking out of the bag. And can I mention how disgusting all the kissing in this movie is? There's a lot of it too. A lot of like, it's like they just, they couldn't really kiss. So they were faking kissing. So there's just like really gross fake kissing. Uh, or it's like one person's really into it and the other person isn't. Yeah, it was really weird. All the kissing in this movie was just so fucking weird. Like that Brad guy when he was kissing the mom later on. Yeah. That well, was, well, she wasn't into it right and then. She, and she was like, oh, no, no. I, I, I'm, that's just. Uh, She's like, I'm just distracted. I need to clean. And then he's like grabbing her head and just like shoving his mouth over her face. It's like everybody kissed by like Force. violently <laughs> rotating Force. their head back and forth like they were like a bobblehead. It reminded me of uh, that Bob's Burgers episode where Tina gets her first boyfriend and like has her first kiss with him. And when he kisses her, he puts his no- his mouth over her nose. Yes. And he's just like, oh, wah, wah, wah. and like, she's just like, that's what this reminds hmm. me of. But it's like all these people, all these people seem like they don't know how to. Everybody like, kiss. in this movie is a terrible kisser. Yeah. Like if someone kissed me like that, I would just be like, I need to go. I need to go boil water and pour it on my face. Well, basically what ends up happening is Terry finds a little axe. Little yeah. Handheld axe. There's just a random axe at this drive-in movie, drive-in theater. movie theater for some reason. And he kills the shit out of popcorn guy. Yeah. After he's watching him like, uh, do his do his lady in the back seat. But that's the other thing there. There was like sex scenes in there, but there was no motion. They were just like lying on top lying of each on other. Top of you. Like that's like what children think it is or something. When they take the G.I. Joe and the Barbie and like, and like mash just, them together. They're like, oh, yeah, this, that one, the man lies on the woman that is for true. five minutes and then a baby's made. I wonder if anyone in this movie's just like never had sex. Maybe that's what it is. Do you think maybe like they were trying to keep a certain, like if there's motion, if there's any gyration, like it's a... It makes it a higher I don't know. rating. None, none of these people seem to know how to like be intimate with someone else. They just lie on Or how like, you're supposed to yeah, act. Like the kissing and the weird lying on top of each other. Yeah. It really is like a child wrote this movie, right? It's like what they think sex and kissing is. <laughs> that is true. Surrounded with a whole lot of gore. Yeah. So Terry... Like, destroys this guy's face with yeah, this axe. Just, and it actually is fucking pretty sweet. Yeah, it's a lot of cut-up cut face looking. And then he frames his brother in, like, the shittiest way possible. Yeah, he just puts blood on his face. and He wipes the blood off himself and puts it on... But he had blood on himself still. That's he puts why. it on Todd's hands. Like, the splatter was on him. And then just hands him the axe, and Todd just stands there. Well, because he was comatose from the shock of watching was, his brother murder somebody. Yeah. And the mom just walks up to Terry. Are you hurt? Stop it, Terry. Stop it. Yeah, she doesn't care about that Todd kid at all. Yeah, but it's just so weird. That's where I was like, okay, the dialogue is just going to be weird in this movie. Because why was she like, stop it? Just stop it. Like, it made no sense. I don't know, because he was yelling. Eh, maybe. Eh, drawing a crowd to the bloody scene of a crime. 
people were going to be looking anyway. Well, then we have a time leap of 10 years. Right, because he's in a comatose state for 10 years. So now they're supposed to be like... 16? No. They're not six years old. They're not six or seven when this happens. I'm thinking they're more around like... They're supposed to be around like 10 or 11 because... Where they were were talking about college, but they were also talking about high school, so that's why I was confused. Well, he's at least 18. Yeah. Yeah, definitely at least 18. Maybe that's what it is. Because later they talk about drinking. And he's like, oh, yeah, we're not minors. We're allowed to drink. Back in the 70s, it was was, still 18. Yep, yeah. So that's not the problem. The problem is all of these actors look like they're like 45 years old. Yeah. They all look crazy old. Like they all look as old as the mom. Like. Yeah, they did. This, all these people look like they're in the same. If you told me everyone in this movie was like roughly within like five years of the same age, I would believe it. I mean, yeah. Except Brad. Brad was like super old. Yeah. Beyonce. He was the oldest yeah. of all of them by easily. Yeah, everybody was old in this movie. It was weird. It was like everybody was just look just looked the same age. It was weird. But they're trying to pass it off that these people are like. 20, 21, but they look like they're 45 years old. Yeah, like they're home for break. Like the guy that plays Todd and Terry does not look like a young man. No, no, not at all. No one does. And he has that fucked up like hairline. Yeah, his hair starts like, uh, it's like the RoboCop hairline, like where it starts in the middle of his skull. Yeah. And just the only way you can tell the difference between Todd and Terry is how they wear their hair. How they style their hair. Yeah. We join our cast 10 years later on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Where apparently the mom, Maddie, every year comes and visits um, Todd Todd, and brings him a singular piece of pie. Pumpkin pie is favorite. And instead of just eating it like a normal person... He mashes it all between his fingers and then throws it up against the wall. Well, he was mad because she was denying what he was saying. But what? So this is what we were saying earlier. Well, that's what I think. There was like this voiceover. Why why would the doctor believe anything this guy has to say? Because she has experience with hysterical patients. Remember she said that in the voiceover? She says that in regards to the mom having her meltdown, how to calm her down. It was just such a weird voiceover because it doesn't like it wasn't that didn't you think that opening voiceover was kind of weird? It no. wasn't even the opening voiceover. Like I mean, it was just it I, was fine. I guess they just had to tell as much story without actually telling the story, like acting out the story. Yeah, well, because she wasn't supposed to be in it in the first place. Maybe they had to like call audible, and try not to, to try to keep her off screen as much as possible because she's the doctor's not in this movie long. They present her like she's going to be a major character yeah, in this movie. Yeah, they did. And she's in a, she maybe has three, four minutes of screen time. Totally, yeah. And she doesn't do anything. Especially in that first part with the voiceover, she literally just sits there in a chair. She doesn't do anything. Yeah, and there's, she doesn't talk and there's a voiceover. She just watches this madman squeeze pumpkin pie between his fingers and then throw it against the wall. Yeah. And then the orderlies come and grab him. But she says... I'm not going to let Terry know that he's the murderer. I have to catch him off guard. 
Yeah, because like, she's gonna complete, do? They presented it like it was going to be some kind of like detective movie or something, right? She's completely sold on the idea that it's the other brother. So this is taking place on Thanksgiving. Yep. We end up joining Maddie, Terry, his girlfriend. Yeah, they presented her kind of like a girlfriend, but mm. yeah, I'm not really sure what the dynamic was there with Karen. Yeah, Karen was the girlfriend. And, yeah, the girlfriend-ish yeah. friend. Yeah. And then you had Brad, the mom's uh, boyfriend. But they announced the engagement on Thanksgiving. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is what triggers Terry's blood rage. Yeah. I don't For know some why. reason. I don't know why. It turns him into a homicidal maniac. Yeah, I don't know why. We also meet Terry's little gang, which is Greg, Artie, Andrea. Yeah, but those guys and then you are, have fucking Karen. Those, they okay because they were playing football, football. before before dinner, the, yeah. the sit down dinner. Hey, why don't and then like the girl that was home from college, Andrea. On Andrea, hey, do you want to play football? But all those people are just they're just here for body count. None mm. of them really matter to the story because all that we really get is Terry is pissed off that his mom is getting remarried and I feel like she knew I don't know she was married in the first place well he's mad she's getting married then yeah and then we find out that Todd has escaped the hospital and they just assume he is coming to them yeah because he knows where they live I guess I don't know now that is as far as we're going to go walking through the plot of this. There's no reason to walk all the way through this movie. Because there's no plot? No. This movie is a very tight 82 minutes. Yeah. Because it jumps right into it. Yeah. Um, definitely has the... I don't know if that was an intentional comical side, but it definitely has a comical side. I laughed the entire time. At the corny dialogue, how it was delivered... And the gore. The gore in this movie is fantastic. For the time, but it was still fucking hilarious. Come on. When he chops that guy's hand off, and, and the it's hand, still holding the beer, and then the and hand's moving. That's and the amazing. hand starts waving. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Like it, like Cousin It from Adam's Family. Like, nah, I wouldn't like that. Gonna run off yeah, and like, I wasn't start like that. Oh, no. doing stuff. It was reacting to being detached. Okay, I'm just, uh, let's just pretend that happens. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, okay. What uh, the you like the uh the hanging head? Yeah, cuz I thought that was when funny. He, when he killed Mr. Bean? Yeah, yeah, he's not Mr. Bean, but okay. Dude, that guy has the same suit on as Mr. Bean. He really did. He had the same fucking haircut as like Mr. Bean. He, he just w- didn't he didn't look like uh He didn't look like Ron Atkinson. Atkinson, yeah. Yeah, Roland so Ac- Atkinson, I think. Something like Yeah, something like that. I will say that everybody in this movie pretty much dies. Oh, yeah, dude. Terry's killing the shit out of people. Yeah, he just, like, really just switches all of a sudden for no apparent reason. When he gets the blood rage, he's he's raging for blood hard. He's killing the shit out of everybody. No remorse. There's three people who survived this movie, but I'm not going to say who. Three out of, like, 20. Yeah. Like, he is killing the shit out of people. Everyone in this movie dies. 
everyone. It's an interesting choice to have this movie take place in like some sort of like apartment complex or resort something. Resort comp- apartment complex. He said it covered 10 acres. Yeah, it was weird. Like a campground almost. Yeah, because the the mom's boyfriend, Brad, owns this. He's the manager. Yeah, he, the manager. Self-proclaimed manager. But he's the owner of it. And he gives a rundown to the, the doctor, doctor and her. Of the property so they know where to search, I guess. Right. In case Todd did actually come there. And he's telling them, oh, we got this giant nature trail, and we got a river, and we got fucking all these condos. Tennis we have an Olympic-sized pool that's in its own building. They got all this, like, amazing-ass shit. So I guess they're on the the college campus, and they just had to come up with a way to... Explain why they had all that stuff well, yeah, there. Yeah, why all this stuff is there. Yeah. And so, of course, it's some sort of amazing apartment resort complex yeah. this guy owns. Yeah. But, uh, gross 80 shag carpets. Oh, yeah. That, that uh, green shag carpet. That main apartment of the moms is fucking gross. Like, it looks like the the kitchen, the color of the kitchen looked like someone just smoked a thousand cigarettes a day in it. Well, she did smoke a lot of cigarettes. Yeah, it just was that and yellow. And she had all those ashtrays everywhere. That yellow color, tar, tar coating shit color. Yeah, but. The kills in this are fantastic. There are a couple that are underwhelming. Ve- yeah, I found it very funny. I found the main, like a lot of the kills is fucking hilarious. Yeah, the lady getting cut in half? That was fucking sweet. <sighs> you, Of course, they couldn't show it. They couldn't afford that. But they show you the aftermath, and that was awesome. Yeah, that's true. You just get to see her already cut up, cut in half. <laughs> yeah, that was sweet. And she's just like, Half a body and somehow still alive. Yeah, uh, Terry also gets very intricate with his kills because he does a lot of staging of bodies. Takes the time to at, like at stage one, them yes, and put them up in places one or like two, props. Yeah, one or two. he wants people and he like wants people to look at him when he's killing them too. He's always he's like, "Hey, Greg," and Greg's like, "Hey, what?" And he's like, "Stab, stab, stab, stab." Well, I also didn't understand how like. For some reason, nudity and sex is what sets him off. Yeah, but his mom getting engaged didn't. His mom getting his mom getting engaged triggered the blood rage. But his mom. But when he sees like hooking up with this guy for I don't know a period of time didn't. When he yeah when he sees like naked women or like people engaging in like uh, sexual activity or even just like it seems like just even kissing he like. It like enrages him, and I don't. They don't really give any explanation for that. But then there's like it. That's also that theme is not held up throughout the movie. Well, then we get that, and we also have that weird scene where her mom, his mom, like thinking she's talking to Terry, but she's talking to Todd, gives him that like passionate kiss. Remember when he puts her to bed? That awkward, kiss. that really yeah. awkward kiss that she seemed like super like into. So I don't know. It's just, some really weird shit. It just lasted too long. Yeah, I don't know. She seemed like she was like really into it. This movie is just weird, but it's comical. Like I got, I laughed at it. Yeah, I mean there are funny moments. I mean you don't get anything out of it. There's nothing to get out of it, but a couple of laughs. I beg to differ. As I said, that gore is awesome. The music in this 
is fucking cool. Wasn't I like it the, the music. same music over and over? No. Oh, I didn't recognize. I didn't like realize it was different, to be honest. But it, you, you can tell it's all in-house. Somebody sat there with a fucking like mixer and little keyboard just like you a, know, bang this, bang this shit out. Casio keyboard. Exactly. The, I like the music, though. It was fun. It was good. It paced well. Yeah, I mean, it blended well enough for me to really not notice it. Once, once Terry like loses it, his acting is top notch. Yeah, when he becomes the persona, and like he actually pl- he plays Todd and Terry different, and it's really good. That is good. That he like he does a very good job of convincing me that he is a fucking like psychopath. Once yeah. once he snap once Terry snaps, and then even his Todd Todd's so weird and, and you can, timid, and he's had never he's never had like interaction with like. Other people. Because he's been in a commercial state yeah. for 10 years. And in a mental institution. Yeah. Like when he first comes across Karen and she thinks that he's Terry and she's like, oh, uh, I want you to make love to me. And he's just like, uh, I've never kissed a girl before, but. Yeah. But then he also tries to touch her hair before she even talks to him. Yeah. Like that was he's really, like. Because he's never, like, acts like he's never seen a fucking woman before besides his doctor. Yeah. I, don't, I guess the doctor. But she might not him. have. Besides, like, his mom and that doctor might not. Well, no, because he's not that young when he goes in the it's, mental Yeah, it's not like he was an infant. Yeah, it's true. Hmm. I don't know. But, I mean, that. but regardless, his his dual performance of Terry and Todd. They're different people. Masterful. Yeah, they are. They're definitely different people. Now, it's not uh, Tom Hardy and Legend or anything like that. But yeah, it's but I mean, it's not. still very, very impressive for this movie too. Yeah, considering the acting is really bad in it. Oh yeah, we get it. Oh, there's a there's there's only a kid. There's a kid in this movie, literally in this movie for thirty seconds. Oh, it's the worst. But she's a fucking terrible. Actor. Her fucking she has to be someone's child, and they were like, yeah. oh, please just put my kid in this movie. Yeah, she, she like even when she terrible. was looking for her cat, she you wouldn't believe she was looking for a cat. No. What was the cat's name even? Like Pickles or something fucking random. <laughs> Pickles. I don't think it was Pickles. Oh, I don't know what it was. I don't even remember. So I think Pickles. it was like Pippi or Pippi some, some or, stupid like that. Yeah. Pickles or whatever it was. Let's just say it was Pickles. 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 Dude, that's better than her. What do you do? I yeah, know. That's a better. Yeah, you were doing was. a better job than she yeah, was. Yeah, I now, am. Okay. It's not fair to shit on child <laughs> actors because they don't know. They don't know any better. I don't know. There's some good child actors, so I think it is fair to shit on child actors. No, okay. But see, that's... No, okay. The thing with child actors is, though, you're talking like one in a million. Not one out... Well, let's say one in like 100,000. You always have a lot... A lot of kid actors are fucking terrible. Yeah. They usually are. Yeah. Some some are bad, yeah. It's very rare you get a good kid actor. Hey, open the door. Someone's trying to murder me. No, the the man said not to open the door, no matter what anyone said. That's even better. But that's, yeah, you're so, right. That's there was, that was, there was way too much infliction is. in that. Yeah, You're shitting all over that kid as far as acting chops. Yeah. That's what I wanted. Where's that kid at? I don't know. Not acting. I'll tell you that. She wasn't built for it. I hope not. How about this ending? I like the ending, even though I feel like... Dude, that ending is so crazy. Hmm. 
Uh, We're go- I'm going to spoil the ending. No, don't spoil the ending. Because we didn't go through the rest of the movie, so don't spoil the ending. So that end- <laughs> the ending to this is so insane. It's so silly, too. And fucking crazy. And silly. I mean, it's silly, but it's also, dude, like, when you're watching that, that's just fucking nuts. It's it so is. fucking crazy. But I knew... I- I called it, didn't I? When, when as soon as it was about to happen, I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, but you didn't, you didn't see the rest of it coming. No. Because it starts... They So, I won't spoil the entire ending, but the brothers finally have their showdown. And honestly, it's very anticlimactic. Yeah. And it also... They have a fight in a swimming pool, and it is, like, so boring. And I guess the only reason they did that was so they could fight and you could have someone else in there that's yeah. not him. Well, because that one actor. they had to have another stand-in. Right. So there's, it's easy that way to cover it up because you can keep pushing the other guy underwater yeah. and he can have his back to yeah. the camera the yeah, entire yeah, time. Yeah. That's the only reason I think they did that. Yeah. And they really, really kept them apart until the very, very last like They did. One minute. I can't give, I will give them that. They did a very good job of balancing that out. So you didn't until the final, uh, encounter. Well, you were just supposed to expect that they were just somehow stumbling around on this hundred acre thing and not running running into each each other. Everyone else keeps running into both brothers, but they're not running into each other. Somehow they don't run into each other. But the the one time that they do, Todd just runs away. Oh, because he he's he's a weak little boy. Well, right? weak. He was he's timid and and you also have to remember he has no world experience because he's been in a comatose state. Yeah, and but his brother's a murderer. Anyway, once the swimming pool fight scene is over with, things immediately just like. It's like they ran out of film for the camera or something. <laughs> well, they wrap it up very quick, but I was yeah. going to say it ramps up like a thousand percent. Yeah. Like you're like, whoa, that, because it's almost like uh, the pool fight. You're thinking that's going to be the end of everything. And then no, right li- after that. There's is, just a little bit more. Yeah. A little bit more, maybe another 90 seconds of just pure insanity. Yeah. And, it, and then it ends, yeah. but it's, but that 90 seconds top notch. I really feel like they thought that the ending was probably like, they were probably like, oh yeah, this is super deep. This ending is super deep. Like, I think they thought they had a statement there that they were saying something with that ending. Uh, thought they did. That <laughs> ending is fantastic. <laughs> it was predictable. That no, it's no. Mm. I don't think so. I mean, an, a part of it, yes. But then, what happens afterwards? Of course, the little bit that happened afterwards is also predictable. Yeah, but you're also that. But then, when they're both fucking like, yes, I don't even, yes, yeah. I know what you're trying to say. The meltdowns and all the screaming and dude, that's just fucking awesome. The yeah, ending, but it's also that ending is what you would notch. imagine happened. But yeah, the acting in this is so mm, questionable for the majority of the, the best supporting act, staff. The best acting in this movie is in the last 90 seconds. That's without awesome. a doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Hands down. I think this movie probably really only took them about three hours to make. 
Well, what a good three hours. I don't know. I highly enjoyed this. I mean... This movie is... I would very never, watch. ever watch this movie ever again. Where does I, this rank in your Thanksgiving holiday movies? What other movies do I have to rank it against? What other Thanksgiving movies do I have? Exactly. I don't okay. know. Soul Food? So, Doesn't that take place on Thanksgiving? I don't know. I never watched it. Oh. Like, this def- by default, I guess, if in the low 75 percentile. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure there's worse Thanksgiving okay, movies okay, out there. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I got a list. Oh, good Lord, go. Adam's Family Values, Son-in-Law, Home for the Holidays. I think I've seen Home for the Holidays. Yeah, it's got that fucking, uh, wait, no. I was thinking of that movie with uh, the kid from Home Improvement. He gets the Santa Claus suit glued to him, and he it's, has to try to make it home. The Santa Claus? No. It's got Tim Allen in it. I fucking don't know. Yeah, fucking uh, the kid from Home Improvement. He was. I know who you're talking about. He was the middle. Yeah, he was the cute one. And there's a movie where like these like bullies grab him and they uh they like they super glue a Santa costume onto him and he has to try to get home. I can't remember what the fuck it's called. I've never seen this movie. Yeah, Soul Food was on Thanksgiving. I've never watched that one either. You've got mail. Was that specifically Thanksgiving? I don't recall that, but okay. Scent of a woman. Oh, there's a Thanksgiving scene. Yeah. Grumpy old men. That's the best one. Yeah, that, that those movies are great. Oh my god, Thanksgiving dramas. Prisoners, The Blind Side. There's a Thanksgiving scene. These are not I mean, if they I feel <laughs> hey man, like I if talk, it has a Thanksgiving scene, even if it's like a course of a year, they're putting it in there. I don't know. I just typed in Thanksgiving movies and this is mm. what it's telling me. Okay. Huh. Well, Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway. Four Brothers with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, there's a Thanksgiving scene in that, too. Pollock? Never seen. Okay, well, I don't know. You might have a point there. Is there a Thanksgiving song? Is there, like, Thanksgiving music? Ah, no. That I know of, no. Interesting. Maybe there's opportunity. Why are you asking the non-American if there's Thanksgiving music? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. You've been in America long enough. I have been, but still. Like, we went to your you parents' house for Thanksgiving. I did. And they're from Ireland. Like, More Irish than you. I mean, technically, no, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> we're the same amount of Irish. No, that's not true. You're raised They live there longer. That yeah. We're still the same amount of Irish. Just because you came out your dad's nuts in Ireland doesn't mean you're a true Irish. I came out. I didn't come out of my dad. That's not how... Birth works. What are you talking about? I came out of my mom, my mom's uterus. Yeah, but the sperm has to get in there. Yeah, but as a formed nuts. But as a formed person, I came out of my mom's uterus. Yeah, no shit. Okay, don't be silly. My God, I'm gonna sip on my drink and look at you like this. Elaine's sloppy. I know. I had two seltzers. I'm super sloppy. Yeah, I haven't drank in a bit. That's why. Maybe that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. anyway. I've also not yeah, slept, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, I'm going to say I would definitely recommend watching this movie. I would not definitely recommend this movie, but I guess, like, if you just had 80 minutes, you could watch this, and it wouldn't be the worst thing you could watch. I mean, okay. 
I'm not going to say, go out, find this movie, watch this movie. I'm not going to say that. Would you rather watch this or watch Smile? Which one was Smile again? A movie where all those people kept smiling and killing themselves. Smile. Smile. Huh. I'd rather watch Smile. Mm. Oh, see, we have different taste. Let's see if this is playing anywhere. Playing anywhere? Oh, you mean on streaming. streaming, yeah. I should have done this to begin with. It's okay. People love waiting for you to find things on Google. Yeah, well, people will never know. I can just edit it all out. That's true, too. Oh, it's for free on Tubi. I feel like everything's for re- for free on Tubi. I got to give Tubi the, their uh, their props. They do have a very vast collection of uh, Shitty movies. movies. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Tubi is just run by some person who just, like, literally goes to Walmart and buys, like, $5 Walmart movies and just plays them. The thing that sucks with Tubi, though, is, uh, man, those ads can be really jarring sometimes. I don't know. I don't really think I've watched Tubi. It's the same thing as watching something on IMDb TV. I don't think I've done that either. Oh, uh, well, it can be very jarring at times. I'm sure it's just like watching Hulu, right? And then all it does is just, it minds your data. I don't fucking care. You want to know, I will look up on the internet. That's fine. I don't give a shit. doesn't matter to me. I mean, you, your phone's already listening to you. Yeah, none of that shit fucking. Well, I kept mine off. You Here's, can go on Google, you can Google yeah, account and count You know off. what, I oh. was going to do that, but then I thought... It's just so convenient. <laughs> I was just like, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Like, who's, like, trying to figure out what the fuck I'm looking at? Other than Facebook so they can run targeted ads. Like, who... who? Nobody cares. I'm not that important. In the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Well, speaking of nobody cares, next week... Yeah. ...will probably be our Christmas episode... I'm actually kind of looking forward to our Christmas movie. The Christmas movie does look pretty good. Mm-hmm. For this year, we will be doing Christmas Bloody Christmas. I think that's what it's called. Okay. Like Sunday Bloody Sunday? Like you 2 You You 2 has a song, Sunday Bloody Sunday. You fucking Europeans. They're also Irish. Yeah. You 2 sucks. Christmas Bloody Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So that'll be the Christmas episode. Looking forward to it. And then we have um, Bloody Hell and then Everybody Hates Me. Mm. Yep. Looking forward to those two. Yeah. So that'll be our streak. And then we're going to do our Jean-Claude deep dive. Yeah. Which I'm super excited about. Which we are we not calling it? Jean-Claude Van Denver? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to call it Jean-Claude Van Denver. Even though it'll probably come out in like February, but that's well, fine. Well, we could call it Jean-Claude Fenary. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a disease. It yeah. sounds like a fucking STD. <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Duary. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, we'll figure it out uh, when we get there. We'll, we'll pun it up somehow. Yeah, but definitely got some uh, interesting and some fun things coming up. I have to say, year two has been... You haven't been torturing me as bad in year two as you did in year one. I was, I, I was going <laughs> to say, there's been some real weird... There have been some very weird, odd movies so far. Yeah, but they're not purposely f- terrible like you were trying to do initially. 
I was purposely trying to do terrible. Yeah, you movies. were. You were just like you were gonna hate this movie. No, we just do some. Terrible Let's movies. podcast about it. Yeah, we'll do some bad movies. Don't worry, there's gonna be some bad movies too. Bowl me over. That was my idea for uh, a UA Bowl month, but I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know if I got that one in me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Who knows though? Maybe I'll have a change of heart, but the idea of sitting down and watching like four UA Bowl movies and like actually like talking about them and like reading about them. I don't know. Maybe we can watch four and do it in one podcast. Oh, that sounds bad. Let's just do two and put it in one podcast. Yes. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of time committed. Mm, yeah. So, but who knows? We got lots of time. Yep. So, uh, we'll figure it out. Mm. Well, that's going to do it for this week. So as always stay tuned and keep watching. And for me and Elaine, how would you say, uh, what's a Thanksgiving goodbye? I feel like Thanksgiving doesn't have enough uh, fucking stuff. It's like everything else. Like it doesn't have any carols or. Yeah. Maybe our. You can, our like, you maybe can, our, our, our goodbye should be something like, here, take, forget, don't forget your Tupperware. Stuff it. Stuff it. Stuff it. There you go. So. See, they could have called this movie Stuff It. Stuff. Well, I mean, there was no stuff. Technically, in it. yeah, nothing got stuffed. Yeah, well, it's also not. There was no blood rage either. So, but anyway, what are you talking about? There's blood all over the place, and that guy is raging. Okay, that still doesn't really speak of the movie. But let's just go. Let's just go. Just don't take your Tupperware. I, I have too many leftovers. Let's okay. go. Wow. <laughs> so for me and Elaine, stuff it. <laughs>